This is Honky Tonk Man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Hey everybody, this is Teddy DiBiase, the Made Dollar Man. You are listening to... And you're listening to The Wrestler Review. Yes, 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 Hi, everybody. John Hastings um, here. Great comedian. Had a good at fr- uh, Edinburgh Fringe run. Dylan got unsuccessful. Big trouble. Killed super hard. Actually, super, super, super hard. Not true. Bad guy. Great. Great fringe for Dylan. Uh, a lot of stuff has happened in the last month. Uh, as you probably assumed, we bulk recorded the Roddy Piper episodes uh, beforehand. And John, do you want to ha- tell me, you want me to tell you some stuff I had to delete from episodes that I listened to the week before? Given the context of this show, this is a professional wrestling show. Would you agree? I would. Yes. I had to delete a part where you literally wished death on Ric Flair. Oh, and now he's dying. <laughs> You literally said, the end of the Roddy Piper series, you said, um, there's some people who should just be dead, like Ric Flair, I don't need to see that man. Stand by it. I stand by it. (laughs) Oh, no, John. (laughs) That was, it was the most perfect thing I've ever heard in my life. Because I was like, oh, this episode, because I remember listening, I was listening back and I was thinking, like, this is, there's nothing even really, like, go on here, but I'll listen to the last party, tired and from killing super hard and feeling the audience uh, response that was overwhelming. Uh, the, the power of the Warriors truly did fill my veins. And then uh, and then you said, Ric Flair should just die. I was like, well, that part probably isn't the best. I stand by it. <laughs> Which, I mean, defeats the purpose now that we're talking about it. Yeah, well, you can add in the context of you feeling bad about it. Well, I still maintain I was right and he was wrong. <laughs> he was wrong to continue to live is what I'm, I'm, I'm making sure everyone understands what I'm saying. <laughs> So this is going to be a very special episode of the Wrestler Review. Special how, you guys are all asking aloud? This one is because we we talked about this before in private, but we never really addressed it on the air, is how wrong we were about the AJ Styles being in WWE. Not only how how wrong we were, like how quickly we were wrong. Yes, and that that's the thing, right? Like, um, we really, really underestimated how... I don't even think how they would book the guy. It's just kind of how they are hard up for people that they love. Like, we've, like we're recording this on uh, August 30th. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just after both SmackDown and Raw have aired. And we... They really are, like, at the end of the rope with Roman Reigns. This is going to age poorly, but fuck it. They're at the end of the rope with Roman Reigns. I don't know when you're listening to this. Maybe you're going to listen, one of those people who listens to back episodes. Um, yeah. But well, they, the, did you see the Roman Reigns John Cena promo? I haven't watched it yet, but apparently, like, I've what I have seen is everyone going. It's like, it's. I have. It's hard to make me feel bad for a professional wrestler, but I feel horrible for Roman Reigns. They literally were like, okay, go do a shoot promo. And Roman Reigns blanked out at one point, and John Cena got the final word in. They didn't let Roman Reigns attack John Cena, so John Cena was just like, the only, like, literally, he was like, the only reason I'm still here is because no one likes you. They, like, they, um, they're tired of my character, but I'm not gonna change it, whereas you, they just fucking hate. Yeah. Which is like, it's crazy. It's crazy that they've let him do that. It's also crazy, by the way, that like, 
even on television, they'd be like, well, it's got to be Roman's fault, not the fact that it's like, no, Roman would be an interesting wrestler, and this will tie back to Styles in a second, would be interesting if there was a bit more there to play with, but there's just not a lot that is fascinating about that guy, you know what I mean? And Yeah, he's just like, he he's pretty much like, well, spoiler alert, who we're going to do next week, he's kind of like a weird cross between Lex Luger and Psycho Sid in yeah. a way, where it's like, he's just good like he should be oddly enough he should kind of be where aj styles is i was about like to bring that up the top mix like he's a he's a guy that you're not really going to see the title go on it might go on because someone's been injured very quickly and then come off but it's not like he he shouldn't be someone who's needing the title right now and telling me john cena's basically uh you're bad so then his only retort was like oh i guess you're right mr Sina. all right see ya no he bl- it was really really bad like uh, i'm assuming everyone who is listening to this like it oddly almost turns Roman Reigns face for me because it's like uh, he he forgot he's like here's the first thing that's bad at you and then here's and here's number two and then he just blanks out because you can see in his eyes he's like holy fuck like like John Cena's good at this you know what I mean and then at one point he goes uh, oh yeah and then he blanks out and John Cena goes it's a promo kid if you're gonna if you're gonna be successful you're gonna have to learn how to cut and then he's like number two uh, you're a bitch <laughs> and he just says bitch a bunch to be like I'm getting you back but, but again it's one of those things where in your Roman Wayne's John Cena episode but here's the thing if you look at how AJ Styles has been used since he debuted not that long ago by the way it's only been 18 months um it's only been 18 months but it, it really does it kind of like it forces our hand into doing a redo because we thought like i think i haven't listened back to the episode i will be honest if any of you do please t- like tell us what we said yeah but who did i wish dead I in that remember episode something about us being like part-time tag team champion with the Miz. yeah <laughs> like it's no like no i remember that only it's gonna be embarrassing for us all who love him but it was basically like, yeah, that was basically our thought, which at first was very true. We were right about that at first. And then, um, you know, life happened. He became sort of this perfect kind of mix of like, he's from the independence, so the dickhead fans like him. And he looks like he's a video game character, so children like him. And he had weird hair for a minute. They kind of put him on promos. That didn't really work. He kept doing promos. He actually got better at promos. And now we're looking at AJ Styles. And AJ Styles is kind of in the taker during the Attitude Era, which is a guy who has always. It's always fun when he's on a pay-per-view. They keep trying to put him in factions. It never really works. He doesn't need any consistent booking. He just does whatever. It's AJ Styles. Which is the exact... Which is the thing about booking a guy week to week when he's on the show every week is it's kind of hard to keep him always fresh. And I think that, like, they've done a pretty good job of keeping him sort of in neutral, where he can just be the United States champion, do the open challenge, beat some people, lose to some people, kind of just be like an agent of chaos within the roster as being a babyface. And, like, all right, well, let's let's start out with um, his... His uh, debut at the Royal Rumble. Now, his debut at the Royal Rumble was fucking awesome. Um, one flaw. Does, one flaw. Okay. Why wasn't the camera on the entranceway? Why was it on Rome? I think that, honestly, isn't even a flaw. Because the thing I, re- I think is, by putting the camera on Roman Reigns, you kind of are already, like, putting him with Roman Reigns. This is the big. This is the guy who's headlined the last couple of WrestleManias. This is the guy who's now the new thing that this man... Roman Reigns? Yeah, Roman Reigns. Yeah, he headlined against Lesnar 
and I think he headlined in a... Yes, you're right. Yeah. No, Rollins ca- cashing in, and then the next one was... Great. All good. Yeah. So, in a, in a way, you're putting him with, like, this is the new guy uh, who's facing off. Holy right? fuck. Steve Austin, by the way, did not main event three mes- WrestleManias in a row. Just be aware. No, yeah. They're really trying with Roman Reigns, which is why everyone does not like... Yeah, it is not <laughs> succeeding. <laughs> And why? And it's insane how like Roman Reigns has really long, like he looks cool as hell. He has a big sleeve tattoo. He wears all black, and a Kevlar vest, and a guy dresses like I don't know what would you say Barney? Like legitimately, almost exactly like a cartoon dinosaur came off as more of a badass. Yeah, a guy who is. I was just watching Parks and who that's on the last episode of Parks and Rec is like he's a goofball dick is more respected than for fuck's sake yeah enzo amora is more enjoyable than roman reigns at this point aj's again aj styles legitimately could it be in the position roman reigns is right now and i think we thought he would be based on that debut of him being in the royal rumble you know there was talk he might win it as surprise he obviously didn't and then the only sort of fallow period of him being in the fed was the next couple of months yeah so they they introduce him at the royal rumble he lasts about 29 minutes he he eliminates a couple people he's eliminated by kevin owens which everyone thought like oh sweet they're gonna immediately go to owens versus styles this is great because yeah immediately like why not uh, Kevin Owens has already done that, but then they kind of do almost a version of Kevin Owens's debut. Whereas uh, Styles comes as a babyface, he's not that interesting as a babyface promo because basically you're getting TNA AJ Styles, where it's just like I'm a good guy, that's a bad guy. Eat your milk and drink your meat. I don't find I don't find you to be reasonable. Let's listen to Christian rap. <laughs> and if you're seeing AJ Styles for the first time, like if I was an AJ Styles, like if I had never seen AJ Styles and I'm seeing him for the first time and I'm just a wrestling fan who is my age, just kind of watching it because whatever, I'd be like, I'm supposed to cheer this guy with the fucking weird straightened... Like, he looks exactly like Billy Ray Cyrus in a way that's uncomfortable. <laughs> It's like, this looks like dirt bike Billy Ray Cyrus, and I'm supposed to be, like, the hugest fan of this dude? Fuck Well, it's even guy. worse than so it's, it's it, like, dirt bike Billy Ray Cyrus who keeps showing us the inside of his gloves. Guys, check this out. I got gloves. <laughs> Are you guys wearing gloves? I'm wearing gloves. You guys, you like cool shit? Here's something cool. My gloves. Yeah. Spell my name. Why? Ah. Uh, I'm out of ideas yeah. for stuff. Because they wouldn't <laughs> let me just be a Christian man, which is what I am. Good thing, though. Last wrestling company I worked at, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he comes up to the best Christian song, the best Christian rap song of all time. And it really, I think the Fed doesn't get enough credit for something that they've really, as I think, I think AJ Styles is like really the first one that I saw of. They once again have good theme songs. Like, once again, and I think that is something to do with the fact that they have less money, so they can't afford pyro or something, so they just have to get some dudes to do the theme song. And it's like, Filter isn't really going to try on a theme song, but you give a Christian rap group <laughs> a chance to be heard by millions of people, they're going to put a hundred and fucking ten of them. Yeah, like they're going to be like, what? Yeah, how much? Like, what do you need? Um. Also, <laughs> how many... I'll renounce Christian rap groups. Do you think they're uh, well? There's Insane Clown Posse and the AJ Styles theme song band. So that's two. wait. Are you telling me that the Insane Clown Posse and uh, the AJ Styles theme band are not the same guys? Because I assume they'd be the same guys. If all right, here's AJ Styles theme song. If the Insane Clown Posse, yo, 
Bag it. You like Santa? No, you don't. AJ Styles doesn't like Santa. AJ Styles, a bunch of swearing. Homophobia is fine. <laughs> Tables. How the fuck do they work? What the fuck is a table? What the fuck? God is real. Again, so that would not. For those best. of you that don't know what we're talking about, there was a revelation that the insane clown pop Christians, um, and it was a big thing that they built towards that no one was that impressed by, but still continues to make me laugh each and every day. They built towards it, not unlike. Uh, a poor build with AJ Styles and so let's get right into this is when everyone was like oh fuck they're gonna fuck AJ Styles because he came in with such crazy good heat right comes in with crazy good heat um they immediately put with like some reason um and instead of just having Jericho immediately a heel like he should have been you know because Chris Jericho's a baby face is like everyone has a baby face now because it's the PG era but the tricks of the early 90s don't work, so you're kind of like... As well as the tricks of the attitude. Why is he a baby face? He hits women. Because <sighs> <laughs> that lady was being a yeah. cunt. You're gay. You're gay. <laughs> uh, why do people like the Godfather? He sells women, and if they act up, he gets to kicking them in their pussies. Yeah, like everyone talks about, like, oh, it's difficult. It's difficult to, like, to keep Mr. McMahon... He sold his daughter to a Satanist... Just to mess with a guy who beats his wife. <laughs> well, they put that in the public, and the public had no zero issues with it. With it. <laughs> so yeah, he teams with uh, AJ with uh, Chris Jericho for a bit as Y two AJ, um, and of course uh, faces Jericho, goes over Jericho, which is like that's. That's just solid, but that's like what it's almost. People tell say this about Jericho, um, but it's almost like shitty that they did that because everyone beats Chris Jericho. I think that people kind of lose sight of that. Is that like if you're with Chris Jericho, it's more about oh Jericho's gonna lose than you're gonna win because let's not forget this guy jobbed a Fandango at WrestleMania, so beating Chris Jericho doesn't really mean that much. Yeah, but it's there's a perception people forget that he lost to Fandango. I understand that, but. If you really want to like make a big splash with AJ Styles, you gotta kind of have him go immediately. Like you don't, you can you can kind of you can skip a bunch of stuff. Like you don't need to establish him to the fan base really. And it well, that, really, but that's also where you get into the, the problem with Vince McMahon is he assumes that you do. Yeah, and I understand that. Like I understand, like okay, well, what has this guy done in WWE? You know, but it kind of that's why it kind of sucks that they don't cross reference TNA. Because they could already just be like, this guy has beaten the following people, like Ric Flair, Kurt Angle, uh, Sting, this guy, you know what I mean? Like, you can just be like, he's beaten all these, like, WWE Hall of Famers, and now he's in WTF. Instead, they were like, oh, he's been on the little circuit, like, he's been performing at carnivals, and now he uh, stepped up to the mainstream, you know? It's ridiculous. It's recoculous, baby. Um. So, and the other thing is, like, uh, the... People forget this, but the the Jericho Styles match at WrestleMania kind of underwhelmed people because people were like expecting them to literally like end WrestleMania, not like a uh, headline, but like basically be like, "Oh, no one else uh, could touch that match." What the fuck happened? Which is it's plausible, but not necessary. Like, yeah, I think it's like a lot of things with a lot of performers. Like, I, I mean, certainly you more than most, because uh, you get fucking nervous and you start crying. Whoa, 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 whoa! True. And you start just spurting. 
Like, what's that guy doing? Oh, oh he's coming in his pants. It's not come though. It's blood. He's coming because he's scared. Fear. <laughs> fear blood. Yeah, it's fear blood. Fear blood. Out of his it's day. fear blood. What's going on with him? That's his fear blood. Um, the beginning of the whole thing, though, is a lot of it building towards it either, yeah, that he was just going to be a mid-card guy. And then all of a sudden, it just yeah. kind of fucking clicked. And it's sort of this build of like between sort of WrestleMania and then SummerSlam. It's sort of like people are starting to like him. They realize that like he's the only guy that they brought in who's like, he needs to get better at promos. And he got better at promo. I don't think that. I think it's just that he's as a as a face, he's shitty. Because really what happened was um, they end the Jericho feud, and then and then immediately Gallows and Anderson come in, and they start teasing the Bullet Club, and uh, that's why you were mentioning merch sales. If there was any way that AJ Styles could have maintained that Bullet Club trademark and it not been New Japan, mm-hmm. Vince McMahon wouldn't have used it. But Bullet Club, like they sell Young Bucks shirts in Hot Topic now, like, <laughs> like. He could have legit, like, they could have made so much fucking money off that shit. Um, but, yeah, AJ Styles, uh, he starts uh, he starts doing a feud with, um, he starts feuding with Cena in that, like, great long burn feud where he's not with the club. They're helping him, but he's not saying they are. And then he eventually just turns full heel, and that's when you really see him take off as far as promos because he needed to have that like edge. He needs to be like it's funny because like his character should be and kind of is a Christian Rob Van Dam, mm-hmm. where it's like I'm the whole I'm the whole friggin' show. And by friggin', I don't mean I was gonna say fuck, because if you say that, yeah, you go to hell. I'm I'm not case. <laughs> Imagine if uh, that was his catchphrase. I'm not gay, so I'm say it with me, everybody. Going to heaven. I'm, yeah. Bet you it's been proposed. He's also, have you ever seen him travel on a train? He has a like a thing that looks like a briefcase that would hold all the money from a Brinks truck, but it actually opens up and it's just an Xbox. Oh, God bless him. God fucking bless <laughs> he, him. Like, I'm sure our UK listeners will appreciate this more than our uh, North American listeners, but like on a train, you have basically have enough for like a small laptop and he somehow uh, between his stomach and like has one inch his face from the screen. There's a great <laughs> where he's like one inch from the screen just playing. Well, it's like it's one of those weird it's things where if nerd. you don't do certain things, it comes out in other ways. Like I'm quitting smoking as of yesterday right now, yeah. angst and rage. So maybe if you never swear and don't believe gay people are real, you really have to play. Has he been asked about uh, believing gay guys are real? I think that they're just making sure not to ask him because they're like, we like watching you wrestle. <laughs> it's one of the, That's it's really one of those good. things where it's like, don't want to know the answer to that question. So you know what? We're not going to ask. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so uh as the uh as a heel he wins the uh WWE title and uh he starts calling himself the face that runs the place the best and people start chanting mom hair and it's They like, really do. Now AJ Styles is off and Yeah, running. AJ Styles has truly become every WWE superstar which is just like I'm very cocky and I don't like this. Here's something about you that we know you're sensitive about. Chant it. Chant it. How there isn't how there isn't a Kevin Owens your body looks gross chant, I'll never know. Yeah. It's so funny too if you watch a Ke- old Kevin Owens match when he was Kevin Steen just before he got signed by the Fed, how much fatter he was. 
Where you don't you think like, oh, he's fat, and then look at him out there, and you're like, good god, that's like end of career dust. And it's also like how he's gotten so like everyone's like Jim Cornette's a piece of shit, and it's like he is. He also like very much was right about Kevin Owens being fat and needing to listen to more people. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, who cares? That's the thing, though. If people are telling you you're fat and you shouldn't be the champion, maybe no, John. Like, where would people, where would you have listened to people like John? Don't do stand-up comedy, you're bad at it, and you have a long body and very short legs. Said, oh, you're right. Or would you be like, you know what? No no fight about the long body and short legs. I look weird. But also, I'd like to do my stand-up comedy. I want to sing, mommy. Mommy, I want to sing. I listened to those people, and then they were like, oh, wait, we don't actually know what stand-up comedy is because we're deaf. That's why we were silently speaking on stage. And I was like, ha-ha, got you. (laughs) Ha-ha. There was a group of deaf people in my show, uh, I guess it would be two weeks into the Fringe, and let me tell you this, as far as a uh, dream audience, I couldn't have had a better Cause, Could they read? They just read my lips. I was going to say. And they couldn't heckle. It was oh, great. perfect. Because you do have luscious lips. Yeah, they just really sucked my lips. They sucked my pussy lips and my ass lips. What? Um, so he, AJ Styles had the title for about 140 days, um, which is good. And this is longest the champion like, say people, of the modern era. I believe. It. Yeah, I think he is. Because you say people don't don't need these. Uh, they don't need the title. Like he doesn't need the title. And really, all you need to do is have a substantial title run, and then just fucking take a lap. Yeah. You know, Cena does all the time. That's. Uh, uh, Having a title picture that's like eight people is so good. Cena's like three Cena, months. He beats everybody, and then well, Cena's ridiculous. He loses it, and he can lose. Oh, it. hey, I'm yeah. What are you working on? Oh, I gotta. I'm making a pillow. What? Uh, yeah, I gotta go. Can I be the champion for twenty minutes though? Yeah, of course. Get in there. One, two, three. All right, I'm out of here. I gotta go make pillows, and that's basically what John Cena's career has become. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. It makes sense, though. I mean, the uh, he's the only guy. Here's the thing, though. When you are the champion, like, um, then you end up under on all this scrutiny, where it's like, I feel when you're the age, no, like, there's never been a bad United States champion except for when they like gave you the, the t- he gave you the title. On. They did. If they gave me the title. It would be the best. Kevin Owens too. Yeah. Bubba Ray Owens. Bubba Ray, Ray Owens. Wyatt Owens. Mm. Um. Just the boss man theme all the no, time. No, but if like. Seven hard time. <laughs> to, no, 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 no. Security guard boss man theme because I'm a heel, all right? I don't want anyone to have fun. Oh, what the? That one? <laughs> so, yeah, he uh, he does that whole thing, too. He makes Ellsworth, which is really good. Like, you can only do this once every 15 to 20 years. It sounds silly, but you really can. But making James Ellsworth by just having AJ Styles beat him or having him lose to AJ Styles in a fluke and then AJ Styles beats the fucking shit out of him for two months. I mean, that sounds like, oh, you lost to a jobber, but they don't really give people matches where they just beat the fucking shit out of someone if they're like 210 no. pounds like AJ Styles is. You know what I mean? Like, And also the whole Ellsworth thing. I think they should. Was- like, I think they should have job matches for people that are smaller guys like AJ Styles. Like, the only guys that get job matches are like Braun Strowman. But the Ellsworth thing was interesting because it was AJ didn't really get associated with it. It became its own thing so quickly that it was like... Oh yeah, he did that, and then it's gone. And it was sort. That's why it yeah. was kind of perfect because you couldn't. If you thought Elberth was annoying, which I don't know who any of those people would be, you would hate it. And but you then be like, oh fucking Styles did this to us, that bag of shit. 
But no one really blamed AJ Styles for James Ellsworth. They were like, oh, this guy's annoying. I like AJ Styles. <laughs> and they just were two different sort of things. And that's sort of what AJ Styles' WWE career is sort of blessed with in that he never really get touched with any of the shitty brush that club really was a dudaruski in the fed but it didn't affect his career at all because it was like oh that didn't work these two guys are gonna beat up enzo amore now <laughs> <laughs> like well that's the thing he's just he's always it's it's brilliant it's brilliant uh 2017 style because it's like he's just outside of having any major expectations constantly so no one really looks at what him, you know? a like, perfect that's point john cena. that's why everyone hates john cena that's why everyone hates roman reigns because they're always trying to put the actual title on them and that's why rock lesnar works so well as a champion is because you don't have to see him week to week so no one really scrutinizes what he's doing like the the first person to really say all all pro, Paul Heyman promos are boring and all the same now. John Hastings, you that I've heard, right? It was yeah. You. Um, but also, if that promo happens once every like three weeks, then who gives a fuck? Me, I give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. One sad man who no one showed up to his edit. Oh, true. He performed for no one. He just kept asking the tech, is this going well? Is it going oh, well? CBD, they were like, no. That's he was like, the- but I have to keep singing. I have to keep singing. I'm just trying to be a singer. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're all fucked, buddy. Everyone uh, else, so by the way, has gone you- on vacation after Edinburgh Festival. I'm an idiot. And was like, I'll do my vacation in October. Oh, God. Six weeks of hellish travel. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go on vacation as of, well, I guess we'll pre-record for this, but as of September 5th, Daddy's going to pour hard drugs and end up in yeah. jail. <laughs> Daddy's going to pour, Daddy's, Daddy's wife has a compromised immune system and Daddy is tired. I feel like this honeymoon is going to be gross. Here's my honeymoon. Do you have cocaine? In jail. My wife has a cold. Back in London. <laughs> um, so we're going to take a break, and uh, I'm going to rub one out. I'm going to go quick my reach the entire time I've been recording, and I've been trying to reach it the whole time. Oh, you got to get that DC. <laughs> All right, so we'll be back in one second. Ooh, what a break we're having. That was such a good episode of The Wrestler Review again. Ladies and gentlemen, please rate and subscribe to The Wrestler Review. Of course, we also want to review it review our podcast for the love of fucking christ and also guys give us some money not with a patreon nope or some sort of naughty amazon link we don't want you to give us money for a goddamn nothing right here's what we want you guys to do we both have comedy albums please buy those comedy albums on our websites thejohnhastings.com that is john's website and dylanagot.com the a is for awesome i'm an awesome guy dylanagot.com thejohnhastings.com Please buy our comedy albums. We love you. Please make love to us in our beds while we're naked. The A is for Atherton. We're back. Great. So let's talk about the uh, other the other major thing that happened, which is like how you were saying AJ Styles is the Undertaker, and it's a major thing that kind of proves that is his match at WrestleMania against Shane McMahon. Oh yes, let's discuss this. Which one of our friends said was the best cage match ever, and I think he's wrong. Oh, that you're talking about the you're thinking of the Undertaker Shane McMahon match. I'm talking about. Last year's WrestleMania, Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles. Now, it really does speak to how they kind of book this shit, where it's like AJ Styles can do everything that Shane McMahon can do better. 
but for some reason they just don't let AJ do that. No. Do you know what I well, mean? Well, it's also that AJ Styles, I'm a businessman. It's basically who ate Shane McMahon is. And they're just like, oh, yeah. um, we need to do something. Uh, what are we going to do? Oh, like It's like he, they've never seen the TNA stuff where it's like, you could show us if you, I mean, TNA hasn't been bought yet. Uh, it looked like at one point they were they could own the entire tape library, but, but they don't. Yeah, there's it. a big rumor but that they bought the tape any library, way... and there's also they've switched. Oh, yeah, okay. it's still the thing we're working on. I don't think it's going to happen because I think we don't at this point. The network is still it's still unsure how important the network is or isn't. They keep their like numbers are so fluctuatable that they're not sure exactly what to do. Yeah. I think they have enough. Like TNA isn't gonna get, but it'll get them. Like you, you'd well, be like, There was there was five hundred thousand people just waiting for that James Storm versus Elix Skipper match from two thousand. But there might be ten thousand. You know what I mean? Like you never fucking know. That's true. Shelton Benjamin getting a massive pop on SmackDown was shocking. Anytime someone goes away and comes back, that's just what happens. Also, Shelton Benjamin, <laughs> Shelton Benjamin, teaming with Chad Gable is so funny. Because it's just Vince McMahon booking of like a black guy left. Get another black guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, one darky in, one darky out. <laughs> but if they had the AJ, if they had the TNA library, you could show all the old weird, all the fucking crazy shit AJ Styles did, where it was like drop kicked off of a ladder, falls twenty feet onto a spike hits a spike goes through his brain somehow he works another ROH show the next night like that's they really could have had AJ Styles just do crazy fucking moves to Shane McMahon and have him out Shane McMahon Shane McMahon and really could have got this guy over as like a fucking nutso babyface and given what they did in SmackDown the next night, where they basically turned him face by having him do a handshake with Shane and not really changing his character, like they kept him as a dick, like they really could have just like cemented him as a top level guy, but they just kind of no, didn't, and um, but again, which this always go- pisses well, this me off. Ba- they just kind of let it's Shane McMahon be the big dude. Sorry, but this go- also goes bad at these times is there isn't really the WrestleMania has happened just at WrestleMania because there's a look. It's like no, like use that against someone like Shane McMahon, put that over as opposed to using it as like that's the year done next year. Like you know what I mean? Like that's what it sort of feels like, and it's just annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it feels like a once. It doesn't feel like the soup. Like they always say, the soup. It's the Super Bowl of pro wrestling, but it doesn't feel like the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is literally the culmination of the year. Culmination. This is just like, oh, this. Yeah, we stuck this together in three weeks because we needed a name from the '90s. So that's why the Road Dog is gonna go tete a tete with Bray Wyatt and uh, maybe and just barely lose, even though he's 50 and the only Harry has remaining is one dreadlock in the middle you of his know. head. Oh yeah. And in this corner, during the the hip hop off, the road dog Jesse J. Like, yeah, it's fucking terrible. Well, they're suffering from their own stuff. Like exactly what you said. The uh, the reason why uh, Styles was pushed like kind of immediately, and they have to like kind of like acquiesce to the whole fucking we're a big nerd fan base, is because they don't have guy like over mid carters to go back to anymore no they're the over mid carters from the attitude are all like 50 year old men now so that's why like even the shelton benjamin coming back is just like that's like if they would have booked shelton benjamin properly uh back in the d and not just done like have him switch characters every three months always trying to him to be a cocky athlete 
and then having MVP as a cocky athlete yeah. because they see a black person, they're like, you're a cocky, you're cocky and athletic. Like, MVP's like, well, I'm not that athletic. Like, no, you're athletic. Oh, Shut God up. bless. Yeah, Vince McMahon's racism view, racist views of black people is fascinating because it's not even, listen, they are good at athletics, but they also are proud of it. <laughs> this is like, a, yeah, I've, I guess Vince McMahon probably has a book in his desk called Things Black People Can Be, and it's a picture book from Here's Man, the weird thing is, ironically, like, they've never done just a straight up prisoner. And you know that I and you I think that's because he doesn't think that they are co- they're prison. <laughs> they're, they're su- you think he doesn't think they're. He thinks that they're successful criminals, but he doesn't. And you know, follow the logic. Look at every other type of black character. It's either mm. athlete, witch dog, man who is fire. Booker T was a prison. Yeah, but they never brought it up. Well, they brought it up one time during the most awkward like fucking run up ever. Yeah, it's the best because it's like oh we all know. How- Anyone who's seen movies would have been like, oh, we know how this plays out. The black guy wins. No, oh my God, he didn't. <laughs> the guy with the iron cross on his pants beat yeah. the black guy very easily. <laughs> Man wearing purple trunks. Ri- oh, I shouldn't be laughing. It's so sad. Sad time for us all. Now AJ Styles is the United States champion, and he's in that holding pattern, basically like we've been talking about. The reason why we want to do this episode is probably the most wrong we've ever been in our lives. Oh, yeah. What did you think of AJ Because let's do, instead of doing best and worst, let's legitimately, let's hash this out. Because not that much has happened. It's only been eight. It's been in like, essentially like six storylines. Some of them good, some of them bad. All of them, like he's wrestled John Cena. He's wrestled Shane McMahon. Um, what, what, what did you think was going to happen when he came in? Do you think he was going to be like Taz, where they just like gave him one match and then told him to go fuck himself? Did you think they were going to just repeatedly beat him? Uh, and yeah, I thought it would be punish everyone be, for believing in Santa. I thought sort of just sort of like, are they going to do something with him? No, uh, I thought they would be very similar to mm-hmm. sort of actually shell. Started at the beginning. Of your yeah, I thought he, we thought. Yeah, we thought he would just be in the Miztourage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I thought he would be higher than that. But I definitely thought that like he would achieve his lifelong dream of winning the United States title. Like that's the storyline they would have had for him and like been losing to like whatever like big like he'd be losing to like baron corbin every week or losing to fucking um losing to big cast like people like this like they like to push yeah. right well, and that's not like how they have which, up, is, which is because of the push of bear everyone's the entire reaction guys are going with that yeah but i mean <clears throat> that's the thing where aj styles was tragic in promos for the first like 20 years of his career and then just kind of in new japan they basically gave him a microphone and they were like uh, these people don't understand what you're saying so say whatever the fuck and uh that kind of worked for him right so you never know and i feel bad because like baron corbin's now like almost being written off but it's like the guy's probably been a pro wrestler for like four years like it takes people like 10 years to learn how to do everything because they're just jocks. It's <laughs> like, what about a six foot? What about a six foot eight guy who can jump good? Makes you think. I want to hear what this guy has to say. Nothing. Nothing does right. So and even AJ Styles, like he can do four fifty splash off WWE ring ropes, which are like loose. They're really loose ropes. So every time he does that, the guy fucking takes his own life into his own hands. And also, he has to do a 10-minute monologue with Shane McMahon about how he's wronged him. Like, the reason why I thought he would have been shitty in the Fed, he's just not at all the Fed style. Like, at all. 
like just all it's all in the ring it's all high risk stuff it's not stuff you can do like under days otherwise then you end up like jeff hart goth slob Mm -hmm. and he just yeah but pleasantly pleasantly surprised what do you think the best thing about aj styles is during his run is it his hair? Is it his No, no. It is neither of those things. It is it is the fact that every once in a while you can see him on SmackDown clearly having brought the wrong boot cover. So he'll <laughs> he'll have a red number one with blue trunks and it makes me happy every fucking That's great. I love it. I love that that happens. I love that they don't acknowledge it and I love that he's just a southern man whenever he can. And so he just puts it on. Here's what I want to talk about very briefly before um, my computer stops recording because I just said I'm low on disk space, so we got to make this quick. Sorry for the shortness of the episode, everybody. Do you think that Ric Flair and AJ Styles have discussed the various times during their TNA run that Rick just basically was like, I'm a rapist. What do you think, AJ? <laughs> I think that AJ Styles probably compartmentalized that about Ric Flair. He's like, well, you're, you're a good man, and... And I, I see you have a cross on your chest, and I... That's only diamonds. That's diamonds, so I convinced them, and so they were alone with me. Okay, well, I didn't like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to bed now. I'm going to go sleep through the duration of your talking. <laughs> I think that... I think my favorite thing about AJ Styles is probably um, his uh, beautiful eyes. Um, and uh, obviously, it's, it's great how quickly they turned him heel, because... <laughs> I guarantee someone just whooped in and was like, oh, they're a baby. Everyone, everyone knows this guy's a face. Like, he's got, like, a long-standing relationship with our audience of over, like, 10 years. And then uh, a guy, let's call him Dylan Gott, came in and was like, yeah, but he dressed like a guy who really likes BMXing, mm-hmm. also Billy Ray Cyrus, mm-hmm. and he has the biggest tattoo of his own name on his body of anyone in the world. By the way, usually if you get your own name tattooed on your body, you're from rural Canada, you just you're 16, you're on a hockey team and you get gothic letters across your back. So if anyone sees that tattoo, um it's for a minute in a lock or you you have just bedded a woman and then you walk away and you realize and she realizes, "Oh, I just fucked some basic yeah. bitch." You know what I mean? I fucked someone who's tattoos, like, got tattoos on his back. <laughs> Get in it. What do you have an idea for a t- tattoo? My name. So I uh, know it again. Yeah, not everyone knows my um, name, but I know my name. Here's my name. I don't have to bring ID. I just showed him it's my name. If it's not my name, why would I have my name tattooed on? Yeah, everyone I'm knows. Having a small. Uh, and uh, and AJ Styles was like, you know what? How about the entire side of my fucking body? <laughs> AJ is. My and name. and he got it at 35. Like he's not a young man when he gets this tattoo. He, he in the entire 20s he didn't have a tattoo. Um. At 35, he was like, how about my name? I have $500 to spend. Put my name on my side. It was definitely. How much would it cost for you to get John tattooed on your side? 500 grand. (laughs) (laughs) $500,000. No problem. Do you you like how they've treated... The one thing I think (laughs) think the worst thing you got to... I think the worst thing you got to say is probably their treating of the Styles Clash. Uh, I get... I I really really understand that, though. Because the Styles Clash is essentially like, all right, who's next getting broken? Because if... If you're the WWE and you're going to put AJ Styles, who's a bigger guy in the ring, or a smaller guy with a big with bigger guys, and Styles Clash, someone's next getting broken quick. So you have to move away from it. And having it be like yeah. a very occasional move. 
I actually like because that mat like now that we know about like CTE and how breakable necks are, it is uncomfortable how that like that match you're moving you're every time I now watch it's like no 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 <gasps> Oh he's not dead, thank god. Yeah. Yeah, he almost fucked one up against Kevin Owens. And I understand that. Like I understand them trying to um but and I think the phenomenal forearm is great. I just wish they would make it more uncommentary, make it more part of the match, where it's like, oh, AJ Styles is strong. And almost if they had, like, a test move, because this move in TNA, which was like a torture rack into a sidewalk slam, and I wish that he would try the torture rack against bigger guys, and they would just be like, holy fuck, clash this guy. But the thing I don't like about the treating against Styles clash is they've had so many people kick out of it. Oh, it yeah. Raw, holy fuck, last resort, he's dead, move. You know, whereas, like, John, the John Cena match, like, they've had, like, John Cena and him, I think, don't get a lot of credit in that they've had fucking great match, but they've just murdered the Styles clash now for anyone who, because John Cena kicked out of it, like, a thousand. Uh, and the Phenomenal Forearm is a great move, but it doesn't look as good as the Styles Clash. Like, it does, it just clearly doesn't hurt as much, you know? Like, if you had a guy do, like, a running pile driver... I know, I see your point. Uh, where that said, I find knees. the Styles Clash to be a bit of a soft cock move in itself okay, because it's land, he's land, it basically you land on the other guy's stomach and not his head. And so, for, yeah. not as dev, just say. I never loved the Styles Clash, but it was a great sort of fucking. It was a great period on an interesting set. Yeah. Truth bomb. Yeah. I think that they're getting away from it, though. They are getting, which I think is good. Like, we've. Have we talked about this on the air where it's like, it's way better when they tease a finish because it keeps the guy. It, it keeps the guy uh, strong. It keeps the guy strong. It's like, you can have AJ Styles lose to. Uh, John Cena 80 times, but if he hasn't the Styles Clash with a forearm, then it's like you're kind of like, well, if he gets the Styles Clash on him, he'll. That's exactly. We've so you can always we've talked that about that at length, and I absolutely. You need this guy to win. You need to like don't even schmaltz. It's just like you, you have to have surprises. Like, can you believe he got that thing on? Ah! And then make sure he never kicks yeah, out of it. Like what hat? Like I love a not. Um, I really like. I, w- I would really like uh, if someone's first episode listening to our podcast was this one because it's been the most serious one we've had. It's been the most serious one in a while. Cause, like, <laughs> so I'm... then you go back. Like we haven't even said. We haven't even said. Uh, oh, uh, sorry. I need to. I need to complete something. It's not a. Re- I want AJ Styles to fucking come, 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 Now it's an episode of our. <laughs> now it's an episode of our show. What's the worst thing about AJ Styles' run? The best thing was his boots, John. Uh, the club introduction kind of being dropped. I really liked that. Yeah, and it's weird to see the WWE do the thing that WCW did. Where it's like... Because you kind of have to call them the club. There's no real way around it. Yeah. But, like... And you have to address it. But, you know what I mean. Like, But it's weird to see them do that thing. Where it's like, he's... oh. He's not the big boss, man. He's the boss. Like, they did that. And clearly, like, they didn't even really get merch. Um, And they did it with Balor in New Japan. Or, sorry, in NXT, when Balor has the Balor Club shirts, and they've been club formation. Well, they, they, keep, they, they keep putting Balor Club on as his, like, logo when he walks out on the Titan Trump. Yeah, that's, like, that's his, that's his logo. Like, that's his shirt and stuff, his Balor Club, which is weird because they have this weird thing where it's, like, he's a demon, but then he's also in a biker gang, and he also is Blade Runner. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. And that'll be, fun. that'll be one fun thing that they do. I guarantee they'll do it. I don't know how well they'll do it, but they'll do a AJ Styles versus Finn Balor over New Japan feud, like basically where they can reference New Japan for straight up d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d
but that'll be a really great feud. There's a lot of stuff they can really still do with AJ Styles. They've really, like, they obviously not perfect, um, but the guy is, like, 40 now. So it's, like, kind of, like, it's a really interesting thing to pick up free agents. Like, they did it with Bobby Roode to pick up free agents this, like, this, like, age because, it's like, people get tired of watching the same wrestler every day after, like, two years. So why not pick up a guy that's 40? So then he can take a year off and then be a part-timer after that. Establish himself for two years, and then he can just fucking wrestle, and everyone will be like, that guy's the best. It's like, yeah, because you don't have to see him on a Raw every week. He's special. In your face, nerds, who's also... Not a nerd. You're a cuck. We're back to being our show called Dylan a Cuck. That's what he is. <laughs> All right, so that's the end of AJ Styles. That was a shorter episode because our dick space and our dick space is... It's still 55 minutes. John, can you... Hey, everybody. Only go to my website, the John Hastings. Don't go to Dylan stuff. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah! Uh. I'm gonna if Patreon's set up by Sunday, then I'm gonna include the part where we're at Patreon now, and all of our requests will be filled in October. So if you pay us money, 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 in September, then we will fill your requests in mm-hmm. October. Guaranteed. There's also will be bone and other fun stuff that we haven't discussed. Off air, so we won't do it on air. <laughs> we don't have things, as you would say, together. Kiss me. Kiss me on my dick. Kiss me on my ass. Fuck me. Fuck me. Fuck me. A last thing. Uh, final thank you to all the Wrestler Review fans that showed up. Uh, there was a couple of you, and even one of you guys made your own shirt, which was fucking great. Uh, thank you very much, uh, everyone um, who came to supported us in Edinburgh. Like, we're, we're your kids, and you're our mom. <laughs> I have no parents. I am a celestial. You're a molested. Damn it! I'm the cuck lord. You're molested. You were molested, and that's bad. Finally, back to normal. All right, so that's the end of this episode. Next week, we'll be doing YOLO, 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 YOLO Vicious, Sid, Psycho Sid, Lord Humongous, Sid, Nice Boy, Stabby Stab, Sid Boy. Please listen to that. Please follow us on Twitter. Please follow us on Instagram. Please follow us to our house. And kiss us. Surprise us, and we'll fuck you. Yeah, nip slip. It's cool. All right. For, du- <laughs> for Dylan Gott, my name is John Hastings. Get a good ball I'm better at everything than Dylan. Ha <laughs> Nope. You actually believe what these parents, what these kids think is true about you. You want me to tell the truth? Here's the hard truth, kids. You don't get dessert before dinner. You don't stay up late before school. You don't get a trophy for participation. You get a trophy for being a winner. AJ Styles is a winner. AJ Styles beat John Cena. Where's my trophy? Huh? Where's my trophy? I am the elite. I am the greatest. I am the phenomenal AJ Styles! I am gonna prove to C Nation that you are no more than a fraud. You said the future goes through you. Well, at Money in the Bank, I went right through you. So tell me, John, why? Why? Why are you still here? Right now, I'm here to shut your mouth. Why am I still here? 
Oh, that's an easy answer because it ain't changed over a decade and a half. I'm here out of love. I love the look on that kid's face when he's jumping up and down, excited, cheering on his favorite superstar. And I ain't ashamed. I love when parents pull me aside and say, thank you for all you do. I should be thanking them because I can't do it without you. And I love, oh man, do I love to get a chance to do the ESPYs, Teen Choice, the Today Show, not only because it's fun, because there's always somebody there who's willing to ask, hey John, now that you've made it mainstream, when are you gonna leave the WWE? And oh man, do I love to look them dead in the eye and say never because the WWE was, is, and always will be my home. You, the only reason you're here is to be a really good wrestler. And you've already proven if it doesn't work out for you, you'll pick up shop and move someplace else. There is no place else for me. The reason I'm here is because the words honor, loyalty, and respect are my heartbeat. I am here out of love. What the hell are you doing here? SummerSlam. AJ Styles, John Cena, one-on-one, no excuses, no club, me and you. I need to teach your ass a lesson, you're on. Hey John, you know what the best part of Slam, Summer Slam, you know what it's gonna be? It's gonna be when I beat you, and then on Tuesday Night Smackdown Live, you come out to the world and you say, AJ Styles is better than me. And if you don't, if you don't, John, you're a liar. And if you do, you're a loser. Either way, I win. <laughs> 